0: Here is the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey podcast with Jim Belisle. Trap drunk and stupid is no way to go through life, son. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Oh, my God. There, over there. The word, the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music... Nice and loud. What
1: we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to a Eleven, month. exactly.
0: You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. And it's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey bootsandwhiskeypodcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. You all want to drink whiskey? I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of
1: these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you.
0: And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belial.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots & Whiskey Podcast. As always, my name is Jim. We have a great interview for you tonight. We have Lauren King on the episode. She is absolutely fantastic. She's a local singer-songwriter from my neck of the woods, right here in the Massachusetts, Rhode Island area. Um, New up-and-comer. She's got a new album coming out. She's got some great songs already out for your enjoyment. She... 2021 motif best album of the year winner. She's just absolutely hysterical. This whole conversation felt like felt like I had known Lauren for years. Um, felt very much like a like a, an old friend you run into at the bar after not seeing them for years. Um, and tonight was the first time I'd ever talked to Lauren, so that's super great. I hope she had as much fun as I did because I, I had a blast. Um, before we get to our conversation, as always, you know we've started these things with Rowdy Roads, American Grit and Grace, Dirt Roads Scholar Supply Co. Um, you know, all great guys and gals to be a part of. Um, if you would like to be a part of this show uh, as a sponsor or whatever you know, please reach out. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. If you like what we're doing and you want to contribute um, on my link tree, there is a Venmo button. You know, go ahead and click that. The more donations, the more things we can do and the, the bigger things we can do and the you know, more exciting, better quality things we can do. So, you know, please don't feel obligated, but anything is appreciated. Um, You will get mentioned on the show at the end of the interviews. So that's super cool. Um, So, yeah, um, without further ado, um, my conversation with the ever so lovely and absolutely hysterical Lauren King. I hope you enjoy Hey,
1: testing one, two, three. (laughs) Can you hear me? Okay,
2: I can hear you perfectly. Great. How are you? Let's try this again.
1: Yes, yes, I am fantastic. It's been a crazy busy day for me. The wedding band that I sing with closing time. We had an event today, which was actually really, really cool because it started my day instead of ended my night. So oh, that was good. yeah, it was really fun. And then it felt like a fever dream coming back home and hanging out here for the rest of the day. Cause I was like, oh, well, I guess I have nowhere to be until this podcast. So
2: <laughs> it's been great. That's awesome. So how do you have a how do you have an event with your band during the day? Yes. So it was actually a corporate event, which was really
1: cool and this band is is really awesome i i'm the lead singer and mc for weddings and events if they hire us um but what's awesome about it is that we have different um different bands it's all under one name but we have three different basically like sister bands so i got to sing with some new some new people that i haven't been with yet so it was it was very fun it was very fun oh that's cool Yes, it was it was a blast. So it was a really cool way to have the middle of the week.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, you know, and it's always nice to have a, a free night.
1: Yes. Oh, my gosh. I have come to appreciate Nights of Nothing. Yeah. You have, oh, my gosh, Jim, you have no idea. Like, every every single friend that will come to a gig or something, and I'll be like, you know, you have to look your best and look all done up and stuff. And I just, there is no better feeling than getting home, taking your shoes off and just putting on sweatpants. It's just yeah. the best. It's the best.
2: Absolutely. You know, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's funny, you know, with this, before this podcast started, I used to have a couple of those nights a week. Oh, <laughs> uh, you used to. Uh, I used to. But, you know, uh, it's, it's one of those things where I, I started this whole thing as like a goof not I don't want to say a goof but like as a a
1: fun like a fun side hustle yeah
2: something I would do when I had the time to do it Mm. and then I started just talking to myself and I got really sick of that really fast (laughs) as much as I love to hear my own voice (laughs) I was getting really bored of just you know I would be talking and then I look at the time and it was like oh it's been 11 minutes it feels like it's been three hours
1: yeah well i mean apparently it's it's growing so much traction so you just talking to yourself is actually pretty entertaining a lot of people like to listen to it
2: so that's fantastic apparently you know but like that's where the whole time thing has come in where you know i i decided you know what i want to see if anybody wants to come on and talk about themselves and their careers and apparently everybody does
1: yeah, you really get to feed our egos here, Jim.
2: You know, I'm that's what I'm here for. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you know, for those of you listening, um, Lauren is a local to me artist, which I'm yeah. very happy about because yeah. Lauren's only what, what maybe 20 minutes down the street.
1: Yeah, where where are you? Where I'm in,
2: Mi- I'm in Millville, not that anybody is gonna that's come
1: right, in. Millville, Mass. Yes, I'm in Attleboro. Yeah right yeah right.
2: yeah we're minutes away from each other super you know. close it's you know, awesome jump, so we're locals right jump on 146 and we're at each other's houses and yeah you know, know exactly so i i'm very happy you're here i thank you so much for taking the time and
1: oh you know, my talking to me. Jim, I'm psyched to be here. Thank you for having Good. me.
2: Yeah, you know, it's funny because we, we've been texting back and forth all day and for the last few days getting ready <laughs> ready for all this. And like every little thing I'm trying to put out for you and, yeah. <laughs> and prompting this inter- in this conversation tonight. You know, my first question to you was, do you have Twitter? No. Do you have TikTok? Absolute radio silence. So I took that as a <laughs> But I put it all out there anyway. So that's
1: perfect. That's perfect. I do have a TikTok, but oh. it is, in all honesty, it is. I need to post more on it. I'm still learning how to use TikTok. And I'm, I'm only sh- like, I'm not that old. I'm like 24,
2: but I take forever to catch on to things. It's uh, the funniest thing. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not your publicist. I'm not your manager. I'm not telling you what to do, but.
1: No, I always I, appreciate feedback.
2: And I that can't is definitely tell you, something. Even, you know, a lot of the interviews I have coming up are all, a lot of them are, I hate to even say it this way, but TikTok country music sensations.
1: No, that is so cool. That's yeah. so awesome. I just, I mean, it kind of came in at the perfect time for the pandemic because everybody, it, it was a way for everybody to see each other's homes and be a part of everything.
2: Right. So right? yeah,
1: know, perfect timing.
2: Yeah, I've I've stumbled across so many artists that I'm like, you know what? What the hell? I'm gonna reach out and see, and they're like, yes, absolutely.
1: That's so awesome.
2: Right, and it's like, oh, I saw you on TikTok, and you know, my wife and I will will lay in bed at night and just scroll TikTok for hours and be like, hey, did you see this? Hey, did you see this?
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> understandable, totally yeah. understandable. It's
2: a lot of fun. Yeah. So. Let's forget about all that crap for a minute. Let's talk about sure. you because this is this is your show, like I told you. This is all about <laughs> you. So yeah. So tell me, how did you get into this whole this whole thing?
1: How did I get into this whole thing um with the, like music in my life and everything?
2: Yeah. I mean, not get on the show. I know how that happened. I emailed. You.
1: <laughs> well, you know, a few lighthearted emails. Yeah. Um so yeah, basically growing up, music was always a thing that was very involved in my family. Not necessarily like my parents were musicians or anything in the sense, but we always looked to music. And like, I'm sure for a lot of people who, who are listening, the sound of music is huge to everybody. Um, and what ended up happening was I started taking lessons and, you know, being like a nine or 10 year old, you kind of do all these activities. So I used to do like, Karate and skiing and all those fun things. But um, music was always the thing that stuck with me. And then when it started to turn into helping other people, that was huge Um, just because I remember my, my dad's a doctor um, in Rhode Island. And I remember bringing my guitar to nursing homes and spots where people were going through a really rough time and it always seemed to help people. And that kind of connection I just knew was was wasn't like any other. So, going to school, um, I went to college for went to Stonehill in Easton, Mass, and I double majored in music and philosophy.
2: So I would tell. So you Eddie, didn't want a job out of college. Is
1: yes, you? that is literally what <laughs> I always, Tim. <laughs> Whenever I used to say it, because whenever adults would ask me, I would immediately follow up with, "Well, it's two financial negatives put
2: together to make a right. positive." Right, it's perfect. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I I can piggyback that because my degree is I have a bachelor's of arts and political science. So look at
1: us, we're balling.
2: Right. right, We're balling, but right. yeah, yes. Yeah, so that was. I guess was, it's um, always a bit about the dream and not about the money.
1: Yes, exactly, exactly, and it was just um. Yeah, it's kind of what you what you turn into it, because I I was gigging. I would play at it. Um, it used to be called the wheelhouse. And it was the bar right next to where the Block Island Ferry goes in and out. Okay. And that's where it docks. And I used to play there when I was 16 on weekend nights. Thank God for my parents, because they would go every time to just make sure I was OK. Right. And um, yeah. And it was always I got used to playing out and performing and then the songwriting itself I usually take some time alone and actually delve deep and think like okay what do people need to hear what am I going through and then I kind of go from there so after I graduated college and I worked for a few years part-time and then I spent some time thinking about what I want to do next and I decided I really wanted to make this songwriting and music thing like a full-time job and luckily things have really turned around because I just wanted to reach out to as many people as I could thank God for the internet yeah and I would go on these weekly lives on Facebook and that was kind of where I was able to get the attention of a lot of places where I, I knew they would eventually need musicians when the world started turning again. So I I was writing my own stuff and that's the with the album that just came out that was when I was writing and then I was doing these weekly lives I started my LLC and then it just kind of grew from there and it was it was really special just because I had no it, that's kind of just the compass that was always steady for me yeah. and it was um so and it's the thing that makes me happy and it's also the thing that I've noticed can make other people happy too. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's that's my spiel,
2: Jim. That's, you know, that's... So So you're relative... Like, not to, not to put a, you know, stoke in the fire, but you're relatively new to Go all of it. this.
1: Um, yeah, I wouldn't say new to gigs and performing. I've, not- I've been used to... But especially the, the business-wise and um outreach with people, that's definitely new. I try yeah. my best to be just myself and leave the ego at the door. Right, well, but, I guess...
2: Um, I guess that's what I meant The the business at making, you know, branding yourself.
1: Absolutely.
2: I'm so new. Yeah. So new. That's That's, that. And that's why you're here. (laughs) Thank you. I'm happy to be here. I, I, you know, I can't, you know, I, I, you know, I kind of tell people like, you have a sense of what somebody is going to be like through their Instagrams or their Mm. Facebooks and Mm -hmm. emails or whatever, but like, I I've got to say I'm pleasantly surprised of the excitement.
1: Oh, that makes me so happy.
2: Like cuz you know you you get some people that are just like yeah I'm here to do I'm here to talk. Yeah, you know. But like luckily I haven't had really any of that, which is awesome. Like oh, everybody has so been good. everybody has been so excited to be on, which is you know, still a surprise <laughs> surprise to me. You know? Yeah, but, yeah.
1: You're like, wait, what? Right. <laughs> this
2: right. is a this is
1: a high profile podcast. But
2: apparently, you know, I get yeah. a, I got an email the other day that we were 47 on iTunes ranked among. No way. Yeah, it was oh, like congrats! I'm like, I don't know if that's real or not, but I'm gonna I'm gonna run. We're
1: gonna that. take it as real. Yeah. I'm, I can't wait to I can't wait to share that myself. Let me tell you, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. I,
2: I mean, even if it's a lie, we're gonna go with it because we're gonna go with it. Right, right.
1: Yeah. You know? It's it's um it's just a practical enough lie if it were, to where it, it like, you know, it's not like you're saying, Oh, I'm number one on iTunes, where it's right. very clearly oh,
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Clearly that's not true. Um, <laughs> but like I think that might be just a metric of country music podcast, you know, and 47 isn't bad seeing there's only like six of us, so I'm pretty psyched.
1: Oh yeah, that's great.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so God. You live in Attleboro, for those of you that that don't know, it's a stop along the way, don't worry about it. Um, Yes, yes it is. Did you grow up there? Did you grow up, because I saw somewhere that you were in, oh shit, some town in Rhode Island. Was it Smithfield, Rhode Island? Right, yes.
1: Yes, so I currently live in an apartment with um, my roommate from college, and we live here, but I am originally from Smithfield, Rhode Island, and- In the summers when I'm playing down in South County and everywhere like that, a lot of times I will be spending time in Smithfield, Rhode Island. Right, right. It's just, you know, and it's one of those towns where you, if you're not wearing makeup and not looking cute and you just got to run to CVS, you will run into your third grade teacher.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's that's... just
1: a It's just a thing, but I love it so much.
2: Yeah. yeah that's the beauty of this area in general is that... Mm. That's what it is, you know? Yeah.
1: You feel connected enough, and then you also can go off on your own, go hiking. Everything is just so close. But that's that's
2: New England for you. Right, right. And and it's great. It's, Mm. you know. So I've been listening to the stuff of yours that I can get that is on... Spotify and YouTube and oh, thank you. Right. Well, I gotta, I gotta. You know, I'm not gonna just come on and be like, you're good. Yeah. I've never heard your songs. Can you (laughs) tell me about them?
1: Yeah, just like yeah, it was, it was interesting. Right.
2: Right. Yeah. She seems really nice. Her music sucks though. Like no, (laughs) that's that's ridiculous. (laughs) Um. So even though this, I would consider you. I don't even know. Like this is the battle I've been having with you for the last several days is that <laughs> I'm not a lot of I'm, people do, Jim. I'm, I'm sure. I'm not sold as as a country singer with your voice. It's very good, but I wouldn't Thank say you. it is. I wouldn't say it's got that distinct country sound, but it but it does if if that makes sense.
1: No, that is I I really appreciate that because it is so hard to be put into a genre because for I think at the end of the day, what I usually say when someone asks me what my genre is, um, I tell them that they see the guitar, they see the hair, and they hear those acoustic-y chords and they're like, oh, it's got to be country. And I, I don't know if it, I would say I lean more towards the folk Americana, okay. but it's so hard because country now is so big. And it right. includes so many different things. And anything that has an acoustic kind of influence with certain songwriting aspects, it goes under country. Yeah. I like um like more of that folk blues vibe. And when it blends into one, I'm okay with that. But there's certain songs where if I want it to tell a different story, then it'll be different instruments and it'll sound slightly different. Right. So then it makes the album a giant question mark, which as of right now. I have no problem with because I'm still trying to figure out which genre I might fall under. Yeah. So I do, Um. instead of you just kind of assuming, I'm also very happy to be on the, <laughs> this podcast, Boots and Whiskey, which is awesome. Wow. <laughs> so it's like, as long as I can, it's um, yeah, it's, I really do appreciate it though. Cause a lot of times someone will just hear the first part and be like, Oh, she's country. But I think with any songwriter, it's not that simple.
2: Right, I you know, and I agree because mm. you know I hear your voice, and you're right. You're you know I couldn't pinpoint it until you said it, but it's got that bluesy, um, you know, Susan Tedeschi kind of oh, thank you sound. It really does. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, you're you're doing the work. Thank you.
1: Oh no, my gosh, you're my pleasure. This is <laughs> going to be a tennis match of politeness at right. this point. Um, right.
2: Until until we actually meet meet each other in real life and i'm like yeah whatever
1: i know we're gonna be (laughs) such a-holes i know i know
2: well i mean that's but that's also where we're from though right like this is very true yeah it's it's like uh yeah okay yeah fuck you no no
1: yeah masks come off and it's like all right let's go let's throw hands
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) no i can out drink you motherfucker yeah Oh God, this is yeah. you know what? F- Fifteen minutes in, and this is like the most entertaining I've phenomenal. I've That's
1: yes, that makes me so happy. <laughs> I
2: literally feel like I've been I'm talking to a lifelong friend that I haven't seen since graduation day.
1: Dude, that makes me so <laughs> glad. Same here. You make I'm sure you make all your guests feel very comfortable. Because you know that, I that I'm trying.
2: That's you know I I keep telling everybody that my goal is to just be the Joe Rogan of country music.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Done.
2: Right. Done. Like come in, do your thing. I know there's no agenda, mm. whatever, you know, I'm here to highlight you and your talent because it's way more than what I have. So oh, do you play anything? Oh God, no. I played drums in high school and by that, you know, for the people that are listening are going to laugh because I, I, so my high school's marching band was, is pretty big.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was in the pit and did percussion and all that stuff. And, we won a national championship my freshman year.
1: No way.
2: And I there's a video of me out there playing the triangle. So <laughs> I you not. Um, oh, my gosh. My wife and I had our first dance at our wedding. And uh. our whole wedding party and our family were, were situated behind me just right. And when the song ended they pulled out triangles and started to play them.
1: Oh my gosh, what yeah. a legendary family. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're great.
1: That's an unforgettable. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I no, love they don't that.
2: they don't let me forget Lauren. They don't Oh my gosh. Let
1: me <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't either. Right. Oh man. But oh, yeah, that's so incredible.
2: So yeah, I played drums. I tried to play guitar a little for a little bit. I just don't have the patience to be totally honest with you.
1: It oh my gosh. Yeah, it does require so much patience. Yeah, it my really uh,
2: in high school, my buddy uh one of my best friends Matt and I, we had a band. We called ourselves Flood Warning because we <sighs> we played in a basement in the house I one of the houses I grew up in. Yep. And every time it rained, it would flood. Oh
1: and, my gosh. So we okay. were super
2: original. Um, yeah. And I I attempted to sing in that band and we were terrible, So, <laughs> you know,
1: fair you just, enough. That's okay. When you know, I think, uh, yeah, it, it goes under like, there's always this community of people who play music, listen to music, appreciate the music and talk about it. Yeah. And you kind of hopped around in every, everyone. Yeah. It's every little like, every little pond.
2: Right. It's kind of like people that you know talk on sports radio. They talk on sports radio because they can't actually play the goddamn sport.
1: <laughs> but they're good at analyzing it. Right. So that's how you know.
2: And well, here I am. Yes. <laughs> analyzing.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm here for it. Yeah.
2: So so let's let's talk about the music because that's what we're here about. Yes. Yes, um, I'd love to. Before we forget about what we're even doing here. And so they're for just sure. bullshitting. For um, sure. So so you decide to start putting out your own music. What made you decide that?
1: Um, I, so there was a lot of, it's funny how when you, you make a big time decision and then time has gone by and then you look back and you see all of the little pieces and how they moved into place to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was it right before um, COVID hit and everything, I was working at Starbucks part time. I knew I, like I always knew that music was going to be a part of my life, whether it was in my career or it was a side thing. I always knew I was going to keep up with the gigs, but I was I didn't have much sense of direction and what I wanted to do after. Um, so I was working at Starbucks for a little while and my manager and good friend at the time turned to me and there was this um uh, he was a regular who would come through the drive through all the time and his name was Jay. He was really cool. He has the coolest ponytail ever. <laughs> and he would come in, get the same thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so my manager and friend turns to me and he goes, "Oh, Jay's opening up a music school. You should ask if if uh they need any vocal stu- like teachers." And I said, "Oh, okay." So he pulls up to the window. I start talking to him. And then he asked me, do you do you write any of your own stuff? And I was like, oh, yeah. Like, here, here's my YouTube links and stuff. Uh, I would love for you to check it out. I figured it would be great to just start teaching. And I, I still teach now. And I absolutely love it. And um, so what ended up happening was Jay is now, he's the producer for The Wolf Is Back, this latest album. He is also my personal manager. And because of him, we recorded the album in the basement of his music school and it turned out so great and if not better than a lot of fancy studios that I've been in before and everything that had happened just totally took a 180 of towards where I wanted to go and um yeah so when that all happened he he turned to me I showed him a few songs that I wrote and I was like yeah I might come out with an EP or something I'm not sure and then I showed him a few and then he turned around and he was like, I think we should do a whole album. And I thought that was really, really cool because there's a lot of self doubt that goes on with anybody. Mm-hmm. And to have someone who I was getting closer to, but I, it, he was new to all of my musical endeavors, not really like my parents. Cause they're a little biased, but <laughs> he, he, yeah, he really believed in it. And so I was like, Oh wow. Like, if you believe in this, I think we should do this. And then it it turned into something way better than what I imagined it could have. And that was really what drove it forward. And now it feels much more like a team, which is so nice because a lot of musicians, you just get so lonely when it's just you and a guitar. And, you know, you go to these bar gigs where everybody's having a fun time. You're in the corner, you're the background music, and then you go home, whereas this is much more of a putting in the effort to reach out to people and make it a fun time for everybody. Yeah. Which is that, a blast.
2: That's a, But you know, that's incredible. That's, that's oh, really, thanks. you know, I love that, you know, kind of out of, I don't want to say out of nowhere because your talent, you know, it is though. Stuff, yeah. Out of nowhere kind of like push to like, this is what you're doing now. And you know, it worked for you and that's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all those really important relationships in your life and you think to yourself, what if I didn't do that thing and then you just go down a rabbit hole of like I can't believe this all happened (laughs) so it's still like I'm just so grateful for everything that I do now because it's just no days are boring which is so much
2: fun right so so I'm gonna just assume by putting the pieces together based on the conversation that your career now is singing songwriting you you no longer have to or want to work at starbucks not that anybody would want
1: to yes no i have so much love for starbucks and everything and i miss that employee discount with a oh yeah
2: well i was um, just gonna say yeah. like, I, miss, I know somebody that used to work there and now i I'm, know i know sure. i do
1: miss it i did i remembered i was getting ready because i i did have a few gigs lined up right before COVID and for some reason I was like I think I'm ready to to move on put in my two weeks and then it was March at that point and then that's when it really hit and nothing was open anymore so I had ended up quitting before everything happened and then for me that was a blessing because I'm just such a busy-minded person I love distractions I will run in 8,000 different avenues if I can And so to be forced to sit down and take a look at, okay, when, when everything gets, gets back into motion, what do I want to be doing? So it was, I took so much time dedicated to my own life in general. And then that, that helped with the writing and reflecting on everything that I've done, whether it was good, bad, and all the stories and imagination that I could put into the songs and then also planning for everything that I wanted to do after that. So it was a whole lot of that. And now my, my career, it, it honestly depends on the day, but it is all around music. So I, I teach vocals and I'm also still looking for new students, like whether it's adults or kids, cause I love the different ages and what they want to do with their voices. I think it's so cool. Yeah. And yep. And so then I also record for other bands if they ever want to hire a background singer, anything like that. I'm always trying to practice being in a studio cause it's so different versus singing live. And then, you know, working on my own album and everything like that, pushing it out, trying to get people to listen to it, and then singing with the the wedding band and singing in gigs. So, that's again, awesome. Jim, no days are boring. And then with the free time, I have two dogs named Thelma and Louise, and you we hang up. out.
2: Shut up. I <laughs> do.
1: I do. <laughs> I do. They're two Shih Tzus. They look like hamsters.
2: Their that, names are Thelma and Louise. That's awesome. That's too Thank important.
1: you. Thank you. I told my... <laughs> 87 year old grandmother when I got dogs being a 24 year old who got dogs for herself she was like you're an idiot but yeah. Um, yeah so I told her and she was like oh what are their names and I was like Thelma oh, and Louise and she's like didn't they drive off a cliff and I was like yeah they did yeah <laughs> you're
2: absolutely right <laughs>
1: yeah. oh, man, you're not that's... wrong you're not wrong that's, yeah, too... that's um that was the transition that well, was a transition.
2: yeah so, the, so so the last year and a half, almost two years have been an absolute shit show.
1: Oh my gosh, tsunami of change, yeah. which I I love, but now it's um, the finding balance is my goal in the now right now and it's uh, it's been going okay, but yeah, there's so much change and I think it's it's really hard to when you're forced to be alone with yourself and to get better. Um, And I'm happy I took that time because if if everything was still normal, I can't say I would have focused as much on me.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Talk about a silver lining.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, did you start the podcast when you were talking to yourself and then you were like, I should probably just record this and see if anybody's interested and then.
2: Everybody's like we love this well well now that you've become the interviewer um, I know I get if, so curious no no that's okay I love it I absolutely love it because it, it gives you a sense of who I am right yes so I, I tell this story and everybody that has listened to these episodes are probably so sick of hearing this story but and they could probably tell it better than I could um, <laughs> I started listening to country music about 10 11 years ago Nice. Um, I was dating a girl that her sister was a huge, like Kenny Chesney fanatic. Nice. And I couldn't stand it. I didn't like it. Um, But a bunch of us went to go see Kenny at Gillette, like everybody else around here does. And I kind of was like, oh, this actually isn't too bad. I don't know Mm -hmm. if it was the music. I don't know if it was the atmosphere. I don't know if it was the girls and, you know, shorts and cowboy boots i don't know it could be it's the
1: aesthetic right
2: <laughs> it's, the la- it's the lifestyle it's a state of mind right. i totally get it so then fast forward a year or two later i was working at showcase live in foxborough when that was still open mm-hmm. and uh absolute nobody by the name of eric church came through a couple of times
1: oh my gosh
2: and i saw eric and got to meet eric um on a no different, way! Yeah, on a different non-artist level, mm. and fell in love with his stuff. You know, this was like album one, album two. He yeah. was touring with, um, so he's playing to a room of, you know, maybe three hundred people. You know, yeah. So, I kind of got the itch, and then oh, I saw Dirks Bent. I saw Dirks Bentley do, um, all of his, you know, his hits bluegrass style in the same venue, and it was like, damn, mm-hmm. this is good. This nice. is real good, and then things happen life happens and then when i met my wife she was big country music person oh perfect so, right so when you're in that kind of relationship you kind of fall in love with whatever the person you're in love with is in love yeah. with, right oh my um, gosh
1: so wait was was country like the soundtrack to um, love? i don't ah. want,
2: i don't i don't want to get that um you know
1: i'm a songwriter you, you have oh, to yeah, cool.
2: <laughs> um but I mean, yeah, I guess you could say that because so I'll I'll give you a little rundown. So yeah. our first our first real big date that my wife and I went on while we started dating, we went and saw Garth in Worcester. Cool. Um so that was kind of like our first like real big thing together. And we'd only been yeah. together like together together a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. It was, it was romantic. It was, you know, it was, it was everything, you know, yes. not, to, not to get too emotional about it.
1: <laughs> no, I, but, I love, I love emotions. Yeah, That's me. So,
2: <laughs> so fast forward, you know, it's always been country music. You know, she likes, you know, she's, she's from the city of Boston. So she likes awesome. everything. Love that. Right. Love she that. loves everything. Yeah. Um, and being out here, country music just kind of fits the landscape. The
1: vibes. Yeah, it so, does. So, so, it really does.
2: So we get engaged the, you know, we, we were engaged for like a year and a half planned everything and we kept going back and forth about our, uh, our, our song. What's our wedding song going to be?
1: Yeah.
2: And I wanted a country song. She wanted a country song or she just wanted me to pick something and shut the fuck up about it. <laughs> um, sorry. I swear. Like it's just habit. Mm. Um, So a couple of months before we get married, we went and saw Tim and Faith at the Garden. Oh, wow. And, you know, I knew some of Tim's stuff. You know, I'm still not a mm-hmm. huge, huge country fan. Um, you know, I, I like it, but I don't know it like I do now. Right. So the last song he plays was with Faith, and it was I Need You.
1: Oh. And
2: I that the second they were over, I knew that was going to be our wedding song. Oh, uh- so long story short you know too late but that was that our wedding is so song beautiful. and um over the pandemic i was in kind of a dark place of course I, you know hated everything and everyone Who and, it? <laughs> and um you know country music kind of kept me level-headed and grounded to a certain extent yeah and i've always wanted to do a podcast and I could never figure out what I wanted it to be about. You know, I I thought about doing politics, but that became too Ooh. you know emotionally charged for everybody. Oh, you're and, asking
1: for trouble. Yeah.
2: Right. right. And That's I don't charged. I don't I don't align on one side or the other really anymore. So I'm really down the middle. And that Oh, p- so
1: you're logical? That right, won't so that, work.
2: That pisses people off too. So right. it's like <laughs> I Right. Can't win. Yeah,
1: you can't really win with that. So I was
2: That's like, you hard. know what? I, I I scoured the internet for country music podcasts, and there wasn't a ton, and there was not a ton that were doing like what I wanted to do. Yeah. Um. So I said, "What the hell?"
1: I love that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and that's I think the most I've talked about myself in this show. Ever.
1: No, I think I no, <laughs> I can totally relate though because it, it reminded me of picking a wedding song and stuff. My my sister recently just got married. Um so she and her husband, they, they live in LA currently. So, um, it was, it was so great. Cause they got married in Newport in July nice. and I was her maid of honor. And so for her wedding song and stuff, I was like, I don't know what I want to do for a speech. So I ended up writing them a song and I don't think I've ever been so nervous for, For like any kind of performance because it was, it was really important to her. It was important for her day. And I just wanted to write a song that could capture their story in a way that included everybody. And I love, that's what I love about relationships that have been built over time. Yeah. Because it's those small little things that make it so meaningful and you can't even force it. It just happens. And so I just love listening about them and hearing about them because it just it gets it gets my brain going, man. But like, yeah, yeah, that totally reminded me of that wedding and how stressed I was. And it was it was really cool. I got to visit her um, a few months ago. It was for I literally spent 24. This is the Jim. I'm going to tell you the most baller story that I have right now. <laughs> I've never felt more of a more of a cool musician then after this weekend so what I ended up doing was um I so as I said before my family and I are very connected to the sound of music I actually got to study there um for school I studied opera singing in Salzburg Austria shut up oh yeah oh I sure did I got to I even my friends and I took pictures like reposing in all the places from the sound that's of music
2: a, that's badass
1: thank you it's yeah, you. I've never heard opera singing and badass in the same sentence, so thank you, I appreciate it. Yeah, you know, I mean. um, yeah, yeah. So we there was a there was an event in LA, and it was the Sound of Music sing along at Hollywood Bowl. My sister called me up; she was like, "Hey, do you want to spend a long weekend out in LA?" And I thought to myself, "Oh well, I guess I could do that. I'm gonna do it. Booked my flights. Was super pumped." And then I got a call from the Motif magazine; they had a their. Usual annual music awards, they reached out to me and they said, Hey, music awards is on this night. Do you want to sing a set? And I was like, That's huge, okay. So then I called my sister, and I was like, I don't think i are gonna be able to do it. But then my now brother in law just goes, You can spend a night in LA, I've done it before. I ended up so Jim, I went out to LA, had the best time of my life at that concert to see so many people. I had to tell someone the best story ever. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Did
2: we just lose everything that we worked on? No, 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 no. Nope, oh, nope.
1: thank God.
2: No, we, we... Well,
1: thanks for having me back.
2: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. And for those of you, you know, it's going to be seamless. You know, oh, there might be a little pause, but that's only because <laughs> Lauren had to get up and go get a drink. We're fine. Perfect. Yeah, my dog kept barking. Whichever
1: one, whichever one. Um. So yeah, I had the best night at this concert. Everybody sang Edelweiss under a full moon and it was just so amazing. Damn. And then the next night I took a flight home. I landed back in Rhode Island at 530 and then sang a set that night. And when I say I've never been so tired in my life.
2: I can imagine.
1: Yeah, it um, was it was pretty rough. Can you hear me? Yes, there's a little bit of an echo, though.
2: Yeah, that's weird. <sighs> that's weird.
0: Hmm.
2: Are we still echoey? A little bit. All right, hold on. I'm going to end it. I'm going to call you back. Okay. Oh. Okay.
1: <laughs> Hooray. What a Wednesday night. You're I right.
2: love But, you know, it's it's fine. And you know what the best part is? Yeah. Is that... The way I do this show, none of this is gonna get edited, so it's all gonna just blow. everybody's <laughs> We're raw. I yeah.
0: Love it.
2: Oh hell yeah! Everybody's gonna hear the hiccups and the uh, oh you phenomenal know, because that's Great. you know because why I don't want to fake it. I feel like if the
1: podcast is called Boots and Whiskey, it is, it is just uncut
2: right, and it's raw. Gonna be, it's gonna be a shit show.
1: <laughs> that's what I respect about it.
2: You know, it's yeah. it's it's. It's just it is, you know, it's, it is what it is. Right. I love it. Um, so you did that whole thing in L.A. You came back, you played a set.
1: Yes. Came uh, back, played a set, won uh, won an award, which was really awesome. I felt really good. I was like, oh, my gosh, this jet lag is so worth it. I'm so happy. And I totally crashed the next day. <laughs> that's awesome. That's
2: yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so you won best album
1: yes it was best americana album which was really really cool
2: so were you the only one no- nominated with americana no, no i'm just, I'm just kidding was... i'm i'm totally <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> was i the only one yeah that would have been nice because then i would like oh,
2: yeah, i'd just I would saunter on
1: in and be like give me that thing yeah <laughs> and be like what's up yeah uh, no it was uh, i feel that like that was could... a really fun
2: night I feel like based on our conversation, I could have made that joke. You know, other guests I wouldn't have Absolutely. Never, never in a million years even tried to touch that that kind of humor.
1: Nah, make all the jokes. Yeah. Make all the jokes. Yeah, I'm happy you can. Awesome. Yeah. Um, uh, but well, yeah, awesome. that night was cool because I got to meet so many local musicians. It's so funny. Like, everybody knows everybody. It's like a really cool bubble. And there's not much competition as far as – Putting anybody down for the sake of raising themselves. It's not, it's not really, that's not the vibe around here that that's what I got so far. And it's, it was cool because I met a lot of those musicians online. They were all so, so nice and really supportive. And then showing up in person, I got to meet them. So it felt like a reunion, which is really cool. cool.
2: When you say local, do you mean local to here or local to California?
1: oh so this was local to here when okay. we went to um the award show that night i got to meet all of the people that i really looked up to and i i didn't think i'd end up meeting all of them at the same time so that was really awesome
2: right so so the motif uh awards was here
1: yes that was here
2: okay yes I'm so yes. confused but now i'm glad no I yeah so
1: basically this story was me going out to visit my sister in California, going to the Sound of Music concert and then coming back here for for this award night where I was going to be singing a set of my songs. It That's was awesome. a lot of a lot of I hit a lot of high peaks that yeah. weekend. It was it was great.
2: That's awesome though. That's Thank so cool. you. Thanks, Jim. Um so now, you know, talking more about your your stuff and all that. Um, yeah. you have just released a duet with another local artist yes jesse yes
1: my dude it's, oh he's the best he's the he, best he
2: you know he is and you know i'm not gonna lie to you and i hope he listens to this because he is the too. hardest fucking person to mm-hmm. nail down to get on this show i'm gonna tell you that right now
1: oh my gosh i'm gonna call him up and be like listen you're you're you letting know, you're letting Jim down over here.
2: <laughs> you know, I've I've messaged him on Facebook. I have emailed him. I have. You I know, got. You. I. It's it's funny because you know another good friend of his, Michaela. Do you know Michaela Rivers? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, Michaela and I kind of go way back. Not way back, but you know, before before I was with my wife, Michaela and I had you know met. We'll just say that we met. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and super sweet girl, you know, mm-hmm. she has the pipes of. So I powerful. Remember. Oh, my God. She's a queen. Right. She is. She absolutely is. She's fantastic.
1: fantastic.
2: Mm. Um, you know, and I know, you know, so I've reached out to her and I'm like, listen, you gotta, you know, I want you on the show. I want him on the show. I want the whole fucking band on the show. Like, yeah. And radio silence.
1: <laughs> yeah. But oh, it's all no. It's okay. Oh, I got you, Jim. Don't you worry. This is it's an immediate at Michaela, Jesse, my dudes. Right. I'm, I'm gonna get them on there. Don't you worry.
2: What what this is, I'm gonna tag them and you, I'm yes, tag them and the whole thing, and they're gonna consider like, them tagged. Right. I'm so excited. That's awesome. <laughs> so, so I wanted to ask you about it because yeah. I've known about Jesse now for a couple of years. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I, you know his stint on the Voice was. You know unfortunately short lived but I thought he fucking did great
1: you know what um, i I think that's a blessing,
2: yeah, I do too. I
1: think it's a blessing I do it's too. it's one of those things. I think it's a great learning experience you got to you know, I'm sure he got so much more attention and oh yeah exposure from that, but I think it's great that he was able to leave when he did yeah. which is fantastic um, absolutely so but yeah yeah we we've been friends for a little while now. it was like one of those online friends where I was like oh my gosh you're amazing I would love to collaborate and stuff and so I ended up going to a few of his acoustic nights at Hills Tavern um, down in Rhode Island and it was just such a blast our voices mix really well because he has that of course as anybody has if anybody has heard his voice before it's got that smoky tough tone to it and I kind of have this like you know a little bit more of the opposite where I like to float around and do my thing up Up top and when we sang together it was so much fun he was explaining one of his favorite songs which was if we were vampires and that's the one that we recorded together when I first heard him do it I was already kind of singing the girls part in my head and I was like oh my gosh we totally have to collaborate on this and then one day he reached out and he was like oh hey like I'm gonna record this on this day can you come in really quick to the studio no Ended up, we ended up just recording it really quick in the matter of like an hour. It was awesome. That's nuts. nuts. It was, it was really, I, it's so much fun when you have a collaboration like that. It's, it was just so, so easy. Right. Now, Mm.
2: now, do you know what went into being able to record that? Did he have to reach out to Jason and get the okay to do that? What's up? Did he have to reach out to Jason Isbell to get the opening to re- record that he, song?
1: You know what? I'm not too sure. I think he did the research and it didn't come into any problems. I think it's more of a matter of um, licensing is weird now. Cause I think it's more of a matter of if it may a substantial amount of money, that's when they kind of come in and say, okay, we want this percentage of right. whatever you make. So I, I, ran a him, and he was like yeah it's no problem and i was like perfect because i have noticed a lot more people come out with covers now if they want to
2: right well yeah. and that, i mean that makes sense right
1: yeah it yeah a
2: lot of sense to, which to- is
1: just so cool i mean i'd be honored if they even listen to it
2: that'd be dope but i'm you know i'm i'm sure you know yeah. i'm sure it has been heard by the people that need to hear it i
1: think so too i think so too it's you
2: know, a beautiful
1: because- beautiful song
2: it is because, like, I kind of like stumbled across it where, like, it wasn't on my radar. It wasn't like something I was like looking forward to. And then I went on Spotify one day, and it's like, here this is, and here's, yes, here's Jesse's name attached to it, and then your name. And that's how I, that's how I reached out to you because I heard that song, and I was like, shit, this girl's good.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I I loved it. It was so much fun. It's it's so fun to have those little projects where friends work on certain things and then you can help them out and then you get to meet more people because of it because it's it's genuine connections Yeah, that was awesome about that yeah. what what uh, genre would you describe as that
2: song um, I mean I think so it's hard for me to say because you know everybody wants to put Jason Isbell in the country music world and I mm. don't think he I don't think he belongs there right um, I think he is more of an Americana singer songwriter i you know, I think yeah. he's, he's you know he he's along the lines of the will hogs of the world mm. um and the Stephen Kelloggs of the world. It's just mm. you know they're all kind of in the same they don't fit in country music, but their songs very much have a country music feel to them
1: that's so true, yeah,
2: you know, they just don't have that you know, yeah, even though will will hoag is written for or given songs to the eli young band and you know other mm-hmm. other people in the genre But i wouldn't say yeah. his his distinct sound is country
1: yeah it's i i think why people there's um i'm sure you you've probably heard it before with the people that you've talked to um harlan howard he was a older songwriter in country so he wrote for like Johnny Cash, Ray Charles, all the all the goodies, all the goodies, and yeah. he said that country music was um it was three chords and the truth, and yeah. that's that's really what it is. So when any when anybody sings with a guitar and starts really delving deep, for some reason it's it gets rooted in country, which is an awesome thing. Yeah. So it's like it's so strange because then it's like, well, they don't have a country accent, so what am I supposed to do with that?
2: Right. <laughs> Right, and it, you know, and it's and it's funny, especially being up here where, you know, there are so many local country acts that are like really right? that, you know, I I joke all the time where country music doesn't come out of Boston, but lately it 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 it, but is it, it, it does. does it does
1: it's for everybody
2: yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, because there's there's a lot of locals that are just absolutely killing the country scene, the, the local country scene, and it's awesome. Mm, I know, it's great. Yeah, it really is. It really, really is. Yeah. Um, so I got a few more things for you before we, yeah, before we, uh, before we call it a night, and you know, so we have something to talk about the next time we talk. Absolutely. Uh, so the stages you're playing, what, what has been your favorite biggest other than the award ceremony? What has been your biggest Holy shit moment?
1: Biggest Holy shit moment. The first, Oh, let's see. The first thing I can think of is, um, well, I was really young and I was just starting. I believe I was in like middle school I think I was in fifth grade or something and um, I ended up, it was for my elementary school. They had this 50th anniversary for the school and it was at twin river casino, which is kind of hilarious um, and a little contradictory, but anyway, so I was super young and they, they had asked me, do you want to sing and play the guitar for this event? And I was like, yeah, sure. And so we show up and there's like 500 people and, it was this huge stage, and I think that was the craziest time. I didn't even realize how many people were there. I didn't really think about it, but looking back, I was like, oh, my gosh, if I knew what was going on, I would have been so nervous, so that's why I tried to not think about it. Yeah, um, yeah. and so that was probably the very first time I was like, whoa, I, I could do that, and that was cool. Um, and then, oh, let's see, the biggest, besides motif – it's it's more of the small places that turn out to be really, really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And I am looking forward to So, like, this Saturday is my first college gig, which I'm super excited about. That one's going to be at Bryant. And it's it's going to be on Saturday. It's going to be for their fall concert. I'm so excited to meet new students and tell them that it's okay to not know what they're going to do after graduation, which is fun. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one I'm really looking forward to. And then another performance that was really, really awesome. It was, it was world diabetes day. It was in the middle of the Warwick mall and I showed up with my dad. I had no idea what was going on. I was like, there's people shopping for clothes. Like they're not here for world diabetes day. They're not here to hear a performance, but I got to meet all of these volunteers And I still, I have a picture of it and I, cause I get to take a picture with everybody and we all took a silly picture just because, and that turned out to be one of the days when I was super thankful to do what I do because I think it just made it fun for everybody involved. And I got to help with doing that. Cause sometimes I don't feel like I'm helping anymore, you know, because it's like, okay. So for example, my roommate is very, into the healthcare world she helps a lot of people physically i say that i'm usually the comic relief or the musical relief so like you know if somebody were seriously injured i can't be like well here's my guitar i'm gonna play this song for you no you know (laughs) so um to be able to be a part of that day and be a part of this community that's trying to help and get awareness and giving out flu shots and stuff i look back at that day and think if i could just keep
2: doing that i'm happy that's awesome yeah yeah that was fun that's awesome. So what is there a plan to pack up and head to music city or are you yes. cool? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. We oh, yeah. didn't even think about it.
1: I am so yes. I think before I've always kind of been someone who likes a home base, but after being forced to have a home base and knowing what it means to be a musician, I am so ready to travel anywhere. Like I, I would honestly at this point it's it's one of those things where I will go wherever so it's it's a fun new phase for me just because I've gotten used to traveling a little bit more so now I only want to do it more so the plan is to keep reaching out for gigs and just see how far I can get and honestly it's also like when it doesn't if it doesn't happen I'm cool with that too because it's just um it's just been really awesome because I'm constantly trying to look back and be like well, I've already gotten here, so let's just keep riding the wave and see what happens.
2: Right. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I mean, if, once you stop, then it, it will be hard to get that that spark back, too.
1: Yeah. And it's it's just I think that's the biggest mistake that people can make in this job is that they get a little too caught up in, oh, I got to do this next. I got to do this next. And sometimes you you have to just stop and be like, look at how much everything has worked out so far. Right. And then it kind of drives you forward.
2: Right. That's yeah. awesome. That's so good. So now, I, you know, I, I get told I, I don't do transitions very well because I don't. Go um, for it. But, and I hate even posing these questions this way because it sounds so cheesy and so like, all right, well, this is over. So I've gotta, I got these last two questions and I just want to get this over with but that's not the case at all. I'm intrigued. Um, If you wear boots, what are your favorite brand what brand of boots is Lauren King wearing?
1: Oh I would say, well Thelma has a piece to say apparently. (laughs) I would say, hmm. I really like uh I would say like Duluth are really, really nice. Like those boots. Yeah. I really like combat boots, which is not the vibe um i used to have i don't even know what brand they are but i used to have when i was really young these like snakeskin black and white cowboy boots and awesome. i would love to get another pair of those i will be on the market for those right after we hang up <laughs> amazon will know that i'm looking for that can't wait so that would that would be the boots that would be the boots for me
0: that's awesome like something
1: something tough something that can walk in the rain because i don't think anybody likes wet socks in the rain that no. is my the worst feeling in the world.
2: Yeah, wet socks period. It doesn't matter rain or not, it's just gross.
1: Yeah, I would not wish that on my worst enemy.
2: And socks when you sleep is is another kind of. Oh! but oh my gosh, I don't know how people do that. <laughs> and here we are off the rails again. Um, mm-hmm. Now, I know I know you're young and I know you probably <laughs> only have drank alcohol over the last two years.
1: <laughs> no, no worries.
2: What is your, do, if you like whiskey, what mm-hmm. is your favorite?
1: I love screwball whiskey. I think it's amazing.
2: Of course you do. That is such is a. Is that
1: so basic? Is that crazy basic? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's like, there's like, the the fancier ones. right? No, saying... screwball
2: is like the, ver- is what fireball was to, you know, my kind of age group when we were. In a- <laughs> when was-
1: I know i know i'm not a big whiskey person i do like um what's the i would say more of like the the scotch stuff
2: all right like
1: the darker stuff i mean there's this knob creek and everything like that and i i dated someone who was obsessed with whiskey so i don't know if it's like i was just kind of like over it at that point yeah. <laughs> but there's I'm too just much like, trauma wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he's shout out to him if he listens to it. I we're still good friends now, thank oh God. But like he was so I think it was that the Irish one. Jameson. No, it was uh I think it began with an M.
2: Oh god, I have no idea.
1: I don't know. It was it was uh yeah, it was something everybody would mispronounce it, but it was it was it's definitely not my vibe. I'm still on the basic level as far as whiskeys nice. go. And that's yeah. okay. That's yeah.
2: awesome. <laughs> Don't don't get me started on my red wines, though. You have no idea. <laughs> you know, uh, that's okay. That's great, too, because everybody <laughs> everybody likes a good red wine, or at least they should.
1: Everybody likes a good red wine. Absolutely. I think freshman year of college, instead of going out and partying, I would literally have wine and knitting nights.
2: Nice. Very, God, yeah. how, how old are you? Um,
1: yeah, I know. I know.
2: i have I'm 24
1: a, going on 65.
2: Yeah, I have a wine story that I can't tell. I'll tell you one of these days when we're not (laughs) perfect (laughs) when it's not being
1: recorded and broadcasted to other people. I get you. I get you.
2: It's a pretty good one. And we were at, um, where the hell were we? We were at, um, uh, where that river falls in Woonsocket. Mm. that's all i that's all i'll say for now i'll keep you on the edge until okay
1: well i can't wait red yeah. wine in a crazy story i'm yeah looked. i'm ready yeah
2: it's it was pff, wine drunk is probably the worst kind of drunk
0: you can <laughs> ever be because
2: uh, that, that's like blackout like and just drinking wine nothing else like agreed a whole bottle and the bottle and you are both gone yes in one
1: socket no less (laughs)
2: yeah right 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 (laughs) luckily the drive home was only you know seven minutes so it's it was all right thank god (laughs) but that's not even i again story is way too long and we'd be here all night
1: fair Um, enough fair enough
2: (laughs) it's and it's pretty embarrassing but it's pretty fucking funny i can't wait Um, but so with, you know, with that, I can't, you know, I, we've been talking forever. It seems like now. So I thank you so much for being here.
1: Um, thank you for having me. I love this podcast. Good.
2: I'm glad. I hope, I hope you come back. Um, you know, I think we're gonna, the next couple of months are booked like solid. So I kind of thank everybody that is booked and, you know, I keep getting like, well, I don't have, there's no more dates left until the first of the year. And it's like, Sorry. Okay. That's
1: pretty baller. That's pretty awesome. Yeah.
2: I I could like collect everybody for the rest of the year and like have enough um, episodes to release and not record a single episode for a whole year and release one a week and and be pretty, pretty good. But that's great. Yeah. I'm not doing that. So we're (laughs) going to, we're going to keep going. I think, yeah, I think I might take, you know, Christmas week and the first week of the year off and then do like season two
1: awesome yeah. oh my gosh that's great yeah. i'm subscribed
2: yeah because um i have i have i don't want to give too much away yeah but i have some really big interesting people lined up before christmas
1: that is exciting yeah,
2: yeah. that's
1: gonna be my christmas gift is listening yeah to it.
2: um yeah. you know one one of the folks i have on, one of the people i have on um will be very very soon and i'm going to tell you the the person that's coming on um has stories with one of the greatest one of the great the, the greatest country artists of all time no way yeah I'm i not, can't wait i'm not going to any more stay no going. further go it's, no more it's, it's an episode you're not going to want to miss perfect um not not to rain on your parade no it's
1: okay it's okay i bring
2: umbrellas this is this has been great you know yes yes i had such a great time um i talked to somebody last night and i told them like i do this and after i after the hour is over like i feel like i've made a friend and like with you that is no not even close to even the the word i would give to you you're like a you're like an old friend at this thank
1: you so much i feel the same way yeah
2: like, I feel like I could like be like, I'd be like, Hey Lauren, what are you doing? Are you around? Can we grab a drink? I know. And, you know I know. It you would guys, be like, it would, it would be around. normal. It would just yes. be normal.
1: Yes. I, well, I cannot wait to meet you in person sometime. I'm excited. Thank you so much for having me.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for being here. I love hearing about you and everything you're doing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so excited to see what else comes.
0: Thank you so much.
2: Absolutely. Oh, I'm um,
0: honored.
2: So, yeah. So until next time, you know, have have a great night. Enjoy, Bryant, this weekend. Um, thank by you. By the time this episode comes out, you will have done that and killed it. And
1: oh, thank you. You know,
2: it's awesome. Thank you so much, Jim. Absolutely, Lauren. I look forward to talking to you super soon.
1: Me as well. All righty. Bye.
2: See ya. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Lauren King. You can tell we had some technical difficulties that I sure as hell am not editing because it was just so much fun in um, such a raw. And that's what this whole you know show is about. You know, it's about whatever happens, happens, and I love it. I absolutely love it. Lauren, thank you so much for being on. You're absolutely incredible. I can't wait to meet you in person, and that's going to happen super soon stay tuned for that cuz Lauren and I are going to get together and actually have a episode conversation in person and you know maybe who knows maybe Lauren will become my co-host and just you know be a part of this when she can and you know we'll have a great time um <laughs> Because with her being so close and the, and the enthusiasm, like, that would just be a lot of fun. But that's not official. This is literally me just saying it. She has no idea that that's even a thought in my brain. Um, and it would probably be a no. But anyway, we're, we're going, we're digging deep now. <laughs> it's something that is just, you know, I'm, I'm riding off the high of this conversation in this interview because it was, it was just a lot of fun. So Lauren, thank you so much. Um, Like I mentioned before, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at boots and whiskey podcast. You can find us on Twitter at boots, whiskey. Um, If you like what we're doing, like what I'm doing and you want to donate to the, to the channel and to, you know what I'm doing here to try to make this a little bit better for everybody. um, The Venmo is on my link tree. You know, any donation is greatly, greatly appreciated. So I thank you so much in advance for that. Um, If you donate, I will give you a shout on the episode that's next. And a couple of things coming up. I do have an intro that should be hopefully done today, tomorrow, maybe the next day, somebody, someday soon, um, that you'll hear at the very, very beginning of these episodes. I might even go back and edit it into the other episodes just to kind of make it cohesive, or maybe I won't. Maybe I'll just, you know, this will be Boots and Whiskey 2.0 when that starts. Who knows? Um, but until then, as always, keep your boots on the ground, the whiskey in the glass. Have a great night. Thanks for tuning in. Good night.